Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuccinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Hi, everyone. Welcome to, and I've been waiting all year to say this, the last week of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Pam's going to tell us all about um, the last week of this year, starting Monday, December 27th, 2021. And then um, I will come back. With our meditation, Pam, what's up for the last week? Yeah, Susie was a little paused there saying it's the actual end of 2021, which there may well be dancing in the streets on that. Uh, 2022, I mean, Susie and I will talk about this. I'm sure we're going to do a, a talk on 2022. We will probably offer that sometime in early January. But yes, this is the week we say goodbye to a year I think we all will remember. And it starts this week with Monday the 27th. The moon is in the sign of Libra. And before I get into this week, I just want to say that even though last week we uh, we finished with the Saturn square Uranus for 2021, one of the things that colors and influences 2022 is we will still be working with that energetically. So for those of us who felt the direct configuration, uh, we've been feeling a sense of being trapped as though the part of us, the Uranus part that wants to spring forward, do its point of genius, do something incredibly progressive, break frames, create new worlds, that is under tremendous restriction with the Saturn energy that wants to make sure the frame is safe, uh, wants to proceed with caution. And we see this throughout the world and in governmental decisions and uh, business decisions, anything that has a frame around it, uh, institutions, education, healthcare. And we all work with frames and discipline action. And We all are feeling a chafing, a restlessness, uh, a readiness to spring forth into new terrains because we've been restricted in one way or the other uh, in 2021 and most of 2020 for most of us. So the 27th with the moon in Libra actually brings in very nice energy. I think many people are going to be feeling the relief that we heard in Susie's voice. Yes, finally, we are at the end of this. Well, we are and we're not because as we know, um, life is, um, it's not 
definitive ends of lines. There's always something that uh, gestates and is in the process of being created when something is dying or ending. And yet the optimism that seems to um, happen at this week, the last week of December, especially in the beginning of the week, is in spite of a lot of the concerns and heaviness and restrictions that are kind of coming in with the rise of the variant. And I think part of that is indicated with a sense of we know how we're living at this point in time. And people have been coping or shaping themselves in different ways, different expectations, different goals, uh, different ways of relating or being or uh, reorientation, uh, greater ways of understanding what they need to thrive. And I think that that basically pulls out into the end of this year. Uh, Moon and Libra over Monday, Tuesday indicates lots of conversations, lots of ways people are reflecting, coming to terms with. And I think on Monday, especially, there may be a great sense of, whoa, we got through the holidays and look, we're all still here. Of course, that may look different depending on where someone is, but there is this kind of exhale that is very strong on Monday the 27th. And it's a good day to be thinking in terms of what am I completing? Uh, what do I need to integrate with the wisdom that I've acquired of this year? And that goes into Tuesday as well. Now, Tuesday is a harder day uh, in that the Libra moon is making direct pictures with uh, planetary pictures that uh, could show mishaps in communications, questions with, uh, are my needs being met? This isn't looking exactly like what I had in mind. Some of us may wake up cranky. The times I give are Eastern times. So depending on where you are on the planet, please adjust. But as of about 9, 10 a.m. Eastern time, we're in this really sweet window until the moon goes void, of course, at 4.11 p.m., when we can really move forward with something like the big dreams, the big concepts, the big wishes. And that doesn't mean you go out and you launch your new business, although somebody might. Um, although keep in mind, we are at the end of the uh, moon cycle before that new moon comes in on Sunday. But even so, that doesn't mean that you can't kind of initiate and make something happen. Uh, the thing to keep in mind is that whatever it is that you're moving forward with, you want to make sure it works with what's going on in the sky at this point in time. And the biggest thing to be aware of, and I'll be mentioning this until the end of January, is that Venus is retrograde. So with Venus retrograde, 
And this is a very dynamic Venus retrograde. Uh, Venus is a planet that moves very, its orbit is very quick. So we don't tend to put a whole lot of attention to it. But um, when it transits, it can mean, oh, this is a lovely day for you. Um, or you might have a really good conversation with somebody. But when it's retrograde, it's we need to pay more attention to it because Venus is about, among other things, love and money. So especially with business, when it's retrograde, we want to keep in mind, oh, this is uh, kind of uh, not such a great time to be uh, going with your hat in your hand and asking for a loan or for someone to invest or for someone to buy your product. And it certainly is not usually a great time to launch a business. However, um, it depends on the business. If your business is recycling or um, selling old old things uh, with a retro kind of thing, it can be very good. But I think the thing that's most important about this particular Venus retrograde is when it retrograded at 26 Capricorn, it was conjunct Pluto. And so um, I think a lot of this Venus retrograde lesson is it's uh, going backwards in the sign of Capricorn, and then we'll retrace its steps and hit that point in Capricorn again at the beginning of March to 2022. I think one of the things that's really driving home is what is it you value and care about? What are the things that are most important to you? Yes, in relationship, in how you make and what you do with your money, but what are the things that you value and care most about? And so the end of this year is really driving that home. So it's not a time when we're really going to be spending um, our time and energy with a lot of people that we're not connecting to or this kind of surface relationship thing. It's the really deepening into relationship. And I know I've been talking a lot about the beginning of the week, and now I have to race through as we go along. But this is a whole setup as we're getting to the end of 2021. And But we're in that nice little cycle. Uh, of time, as I said, from about 9, 10 a.m. to 4, 11 p.m. Eastern time. So that's a great time to make connections, reach out, um, set goals, do all the things that you're aiming for and clean up what you don't want to bring into you, bring in with you to into the next year and next lunar cycle. So the moon enters Scorpio at 4, 16 p.m. So it's a very short void. It's just five minutes. And at that point in time, it's moving with a real demand to deepen conversations and to talk about things that matter. Um, that being said, there's a picture in the sky between Mars and Uranus, which indicates people may be making fast motions, uh, moving quickly through ideas, concepts, ideas. And that's great except you want to be hyper aware if you're driving, if you're moving quickly through space, uh, 
Make sure you have a reliable dance partner. Uh, if you're ice skating, <laughs> pay, uh, pay attention to where you are. Make sure you know what you're doing because it's, it's an accident-prone energy if we're not like in our body because it's, it's very concept-oriented. And as a result, we're, sometimes we're not as present as we should be. And that's always important to keep in mind when there's any pictures in the sky between Mars and Uranus. Now, Jupiter returns into the sign of Pisces at 11.09 p.m. So once this happens, we're going to cycle through Ju uh, Jupiter and Pisces very quickly over the next several months. And uh, Jupiter in Pisces is in its natural element. And I'll be talking more about this. Um, it can be really, really good. Um, it can also be um, like pie in the sky uh, expectations, but I think we're going to feel a real surge of optimism. Now, as I mentioned, Venus is also retrograde still. So it won't be until Venus goes direct in late January that we really feel that kind of gangbusters uh, cult out of the stable energy that will race in in February when um, investments and what people are doing just really seem to rise up in spite of uh, what may look exactly the same, <laughs> dealing with pandemic, um, uh, high polarity conversations, and yet optimism is starting to return. And so we're going to see that. Um, some of us will feel the rush sooner than others. Um, if we have strong Piscean energy or Jupiter is strongly positioned in the horoscope or water signs, Cancer, uh, Scorpio, Pisces, um, and maybe even some Earth signs may feel that sense of lifting. But overall, it's going to color the mood that, um, you know, maybe things aren't as bad as we think. Um, but the miasma of confusion <laughs> may also uh, continue where uh, people feel like they don't have all the information and, uh, and things are not as apparent as they need to be. Uh, the 29th looks like a really strong day for moving forward, getting things done just in the morning. Be aware that some people may say or shoot their mouth off or things may happen quicker than expected or unexpected things. And that's not necessarily bad. It's, it's just you want to pay attention and decide, is this something I want to act on? The most important thing is that you have reliable companions. And so you may, uh, the image I get is uh, everybody decides they're on a road trip and then you realize somebody in the car doesn't uh, hold by um, your intention or protocol or, or goals and then that person has to leave the car <laughs> so it's it's that kind of energy uh, are you here like really and uh, only the people who are deeply involved in what the end goal in can really stay and this carries into Thursday, the 30th, and the moon goes, of 
void, of course, uh, just about noon, 12, 10 p.m. And so when it's void and it's void until 6.08 p.m., so that's basically all afternoon into early evening. Um, this is not a time when we want to make decisions or commit to something. We want to continue to use that waxing moon, I mean, waning moon energy to clean up, finish up, prepare ourselves for the new year and new moon that's coming very soon. At 6.08 p.m., when the moon enters the sign of Sagittarius, now we're in different energy. We're in mutable fire, and it is setting us up for... Um, Again, it can be we can uh, it can be a great day. I'm not saying that it can't. We can feel, have great fun that evening. Uh, don't overpromise. Don't overextend. Don't overindulge. Um, on Friday, the 31st, New Year's Eve, if we overindulged on the 30th, we certainly may not do that on the 31st or overpromised. Um, I the the piece about those people who make resolutions or make plans or, or are going to be out and about is that you want to avoid confusion. And you might think, how does one avoid confusion? I mean, usually you kind of step right into it and it's like, oh, wow, what's going on? So if you find yourself in that sort of situation, the most important thing is to ground. Uh, with the moon in Sagittarius, um, I really recommend uh, being in nature, um, outdoors, places where you can feel the earth under your feet or at least wood floors, um, the sense that you are connected to the bigger world is really important. It actually, the Friday the 31st could be a great day to do a group meditation or even um, be meditating in your home. Um, allow yourself to float somewhere you are grounded. That is the most important advice I can give for Friday the 31st. It can be a very lovely day, evening, as we say goodbye to 2021. But you want to be grounded. You want to feel as though you are on the physical plane, especially since it is such a um, ability to drift and embrace the void. So that's lovely for people who meditate, for people who might be drinking or self-medicating, um, I would say fasten your seatbelt and limit your intake. That's my advice. On Saturday the third, uh, the first New Year's Day, we walk into the 2022 energy. So we move from the energy of a five into the energy of a six. Very, very different numerological energy. And again, I'll talk more about that at uh, another point in time. But the important thing is that we are um, we are leaving the um, the kind of open ended energy of an odd number and entering into even number energy. So we really benefit from knowing where we're going. You don't have to have the picture like totally crystal clear in your mind. But it, it's advisable to know who your companions are, know what you're letting go of. And in this dark of moon day of Saturday the 1st, 
um, we benefit from really releasing and allowing it to compost and recycle whatever's old, whatever really doesn't serve us anymore, kind of pulls us down. This is what we want to release from so that we're able to enter into what energetically just not only serves us better, but serves the overall uh, planet better and uh, humankind, animal kind, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, because we are all part of the whole. So the more we acknowledge, recognize that and embrace it, um, the more we can really shape shift and change with it. So the moon goes void, of course, at 3.16 a.m. on Saturday the 1st, and it enters Capricorn at 6.02 p.m. So really, the whole day, the moon is void, which is another reason why it's just such a great energetically recharge and release day. And once the moon is in the sign of Capricorn, we're ready to do the work of 2022. And Sunday... The second, the new moon is exact as of 1.33 p.m. So that's your new moon in Capricorn energy, which is the architect, the builder, the foundation set for the new year, the new world that we can each individually create. It's a very well-aspected, in my opinion, new moon in that it is working with the engine of Pluto. And so Pluto is the, um, it's the symbol that destroys to recreate. And it's incredibly powerful. And so when we work with that without fear, we create a new world. And now I turn it over to Susie. Oh, creating new worlds all over the place. <laughs> yes. Okay, everyone. Thank you, Pam. Let's all take a deep breath and prepare for our meditation. Try and sit up nice and straight. And as you take a few breaths, just arriving to this meditation that we will use today to really ground really get grounded for the last last little bit of this year. So as you're sitting there, just visualise that from your tailbone, the end of your spine, that you are sending down a, a ray of energy from yourself to the centre of the earth and just feel how you're connecting in now to the earth, that you are connected, that you are a part of nature, a part of the earth, and you can visualise this as a beautiful silver cord that reaches down from you, reaches down through wherever you're sitting, in your home, reaches down 
through the crust of the earth and through the many layers of the earth all the way to the core, to the heart of the Mother Earth. And as we're reaching down, we're acknowledging that we are a part of the earth and that we need to be connected in our mind, in our heart, in our body, in our spirit, that we're not just these loose individual bits and pieces that are just floating around on the top of the earth, but that we are integral, we are a part of. And as we're plugging back in to the field of earth, we're allowing also for all of the energy of the earth, all of the wonderful energy all of the abundance, all of the strength and power to also be a part of us. And we can use our breathing to really amplify that feeling. So you can take in a breath of wonderful earth, air, and then as you breathe it in, feel it going in and then send it down through your body, through your lungs, through your back, through your tailbone, all the way. Take that breath down into the heart of Mother Earth. So we're breathing in through ourselves, down, sending the energy, sending the breath down into the heart of the Mother. And then as we exhale, the breath comes all the way from the heart of the mother up through that silver cord, up through our body, and we breathe it out, we exhale. So we're literally taking our breath and sending it through our body into the heart of the mother and then we exhale from the heart of the mother through our body and out into the air. So as we do this, we are a conduit for the breath and a conduit from the energy of the air around us down to the heart of the mother collecting all of the energy from the heart of the mother and then through our body, through our conduit, exhaling out the air. Reconnecting us through the breath. Reconnecting us again to that which is stable, to that which is grounded, and to that which is always there for us, our breath, our body, the earth, the heart of the mother. 
And let's just take a few moments to breathe like this. Breathing in through our body down to the heart of the mother and breathing out, taking the breath up from the heart of the mother through our body and breathing out. And just keeping our breath slow and deliberate and very simple, just keeping our visualisation very simple And as we're doing this, feeling the power and strength in our body, also feeling everything just calming down, just allowing everything to be simple, to be straightforward, enough with the complexities and the, all the differences and just keeping it nice and simple. And as we're breathing gently into our body, allowing it to be automatic now, just allowing the breath to be there and visualising again. the breath going through our bodies down to Mother Earth's heart as we breathe through our bodies into her heart and then exhale from her heart through our bodies. And feeling the energy of the heart bringing us warmth and peace, nurturing our soul, nurturing our spirit, that we are connected to this tremendously huge, vast consciousness of Gaia, of the living earth, of this sacred, sacred being. feeling the peace and calmness that comes. And feeling all of that energy now through every single cell of our body, even through the space around us, here we are charging up the air, the space, the field around us, bringing the calmness and the peace and the simpleness and bringing that simpleness and that peace, that groundedness to the beings around us to the people, to all of the family and friends and colleagues that we 
share our lives with and allowing this very gentle groundedness now to be present all the time, something that we always have there. And as we take just another deep one last breath in this form, sending it out to everyone everywhere, gentle peace. And as we're ready, gently opening our eyes, wiggling our fingers and toes, and thank you so much for spending the year with us, and we look forward to being with you in 2022. Thank you so much, Pam. Thanks, everyone. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.